it was just kind of different because in that role that he played as Venus and Serena's dad, Richard, that's what he was trying to convey to the girls. Like, hey, we're not going to be violent. There's not going to be any violence. Mm. These are my girls. I'm going to get them through life. And then yeah. art imitates what? Real life or however that goes? Yeah. yeah. He comes back and slaps him, and that was uh, that wasn't cool. He went Compton and West Philly, you know? <laughs> he just went up there and just – that was wild, man. Max, could you ever <laughs> – I can't imagine anything that could get you so upset to interrupt an award show just so you can go smack somebody. Would you ever? <laughs> well, you got to realize you, you want to look that footage of me jumping into the stands in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what triggered that? That, that was, a, that, that was like, in the middle of a just, game. Just like, just like I think it's Will, Will Smith's uncle or something. Someone spoke out and was like, that's just not like him. I'm sure people were saying – that's not like Max <laughs> going into those things. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Ah. Back with a brand new episode of Cedric Maxwell Podcast. I am Joe Smith Pavone alongside Cedric Maxwell. Man, this Celtics team. I guess the... Uh, the plot thickens, right? You got Robert Williams, a Tormeniscus. Not quite sure how how big this tear is, but we will find out within the next 48 hours or so. But in the meantime, the Boston Celtics have a matchup against the Miami Heat. But before we get into all that, Max, I got to ask you about the slap heard across the world, man. <laughs> will Smith going on stage at the Oscars and slapping my man Chris Rock, man. I'm a huge Chris Rock fan. He's one of my favorite comedians. I'm also a big fan of Will Smith as an actor and just someone who I've watched growing up. And to be honest with you, Max, to be completely honest with you, I hated that these two, that that had to be these two, right? But, yeah. man, what's your reaction? Because I have the one of the first things that crossed my mind is, what what's Mac going to say about all this? First, I thought it was just staged. And even when he, even after he slapped him, it still kind of looked so staged. Like, you know, it, it really didn't look like a real slap. But then I started to get a feel for it when they started to show people later on in the audience. And there were women who were holding their mouths. And yeah. I think they showed The Rock. And The Rock was, he was looking like, what the hell was that? And so I think it, he did the people's really eyebrow. Crazy like, how it happened. Uh, right. more, the timing of it couldn't be more better for, for the city of Boston since Chris Rock's first performance is going to be here in Boston. Right. At the yeah, comedy week, show. At the Wilbur. And everybody is hyped up about that. So I'm sure Boston's going to get national coverage. And I heard the prices for the Chris Rock show have actually gone sky high now. So it was already oh, yeah. sold out, but it's going to be even crazier. Yeah, it's crazy because before the before the award show, I, I want to say the cheapest ticket was about $85. Now, I want to say it's like 190 So, yeah, there was a significant leak there. Well, I think from Chris Rock's standpoint, I mean, financially, it's only going to help the help the show if it <laughs> if it needed help already. Yeah, but come but, on, Max, you don't want to be just, twenty look, years I'm removed from a financial standpoint. No, did I like it? Did I yeah. like to see two black men squaring off in a in that kind of situation, making a mockery of what brotherhood should be? No, I absolutely hated yeah. that, uh, and. Gosh, it, it was just so crazy. And it it only could happen in Hollywood. When you think yeah. about somebody come up in, at an award show 
and slapped somebody. And you remember when, um, I want to say it was Kanye West jumped on the stage and took Taylor an Swift. award from somebody. <laughs> said she didn't deserve this, but that yeah. should go to somebody else. But Hollywood gets those kind of crazy acting. The whole Kanye thing, I used to say, well, you know, it was on TV. It was still wrong, but at least it wasn't one of these. But this is the, this is the Oscars, man. This is, this is, you know, Will Smith's shining moment. His first one, Best Actor, which is a, a prestigious award that they get hand out towards the end of the, the end of the show. And he was in tears, man. Of course, I, I can't well, imagine let me ask how you this. embarrassed does, he must have felt. Does it, does, is it going to help the uh, production of the movie itself? Is the movie going to get that much more notoriety? I, and I know I'm not saying, you know, talking about violence, but both of those things. Will Smith's, that movie's going to get more get more hype. And Chris Rock's show is yeah. going to gain more money. That's true. That's true. And you know what, Max? Not only because of those, but because of those two things you just mentioned, that, that, you know, it crossed my mind that maybe this thing was fake, but Will laughed at the joke. He laughed at the joke. Like, the only way I could – we talked about it before we started recording, but or a little bit. Uh, the only thing I can imagine was that he just saw this look in Jada's eye that he hasn't seen or one that he's familiar with and said, oh, I got to do something now. But how do you go from zero to 100 like that? I mean, look, Will's been through a lot, but I was I was surprised. You know people You know people go from zero to 100. You know, you and I always say that. You know, keep it on, yeah, keep it on the 100, and that's – I didn't know Will had that. It was about that life. And he went, and as we say in the in the neighborhood, what kind of slap was that? Pimp slap. Pimp slap. Pimp slap. Pimp slap. (laughs) Come on, come on, Joe Sway. I thought that was the back here. I thought that was the back. No, you've heard that before. I heard that. Pimp slapped. (laughs) So the reason I say that about it's it, it was. It was ugly. It was uncalled for. Now, with the other notoriety, I think there's people of the clergy. They want to come here. They want to bring Will Smith and sit him down with Chris Rock. And they the want Academy. to have a, a forum, which is going to highlight it that much more. I don't think that you, you're not going to squash it. They both made statements about being sorry. What else can you get? Was the joke too far? You take it too it's far? A, it's, a, it's a comedian. It's a comedian. It's a, it's a joke. Uh, G.I. Jane, most people didn't even probably know what the hell that meant because they didn't yeah. remember the <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't a great joke. That, that, that um, you know, that the young woman played in. They don't remember what the hell that was. So right. it was a joke which was, probably wasn't a joke. And you get a chance to see Chris Rock revise that joke or however it is. It's, that's going to yeah. be the, the thing. How he begins the Netflix say, special, how right? he begins talking about this. I mean, I think if you're a comedian, you try to make a mockery of it. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they, they had a videotape of him coming out getting slapped and you know, and the whole and then he walks out and the crowd is gonna go ballistic. Right. But that's the thing. I don't understand how people are like, oh, it's disgusting for the crowd to to cheer or, or give a standing ovation. I'm like they're actors. What do you mean? Like this is like the whole. This is the, this is it. Like this is what it is. Even though in you know art imitates real life, as like he said in his speech, and that they got a taste of that and a big dose of it. I guess. I, I, I it's it's a sad testimony to you know two men who have highlighted their career, uh, who've been so good at what they've done, 
and now for them to be ever linked with one guy getting slapped is that's always <laughs> and I'm sure I would love to see your phone because I know that you have some kind of mime out there meme right now about you know what just happened. Like, it has I got a, to be I got all a bunch. Over, it has to be all over the internet. <laughs> I'm gonna share with you the good ones, all right? The next home game. I'll share with you the good ones because yeah. there's so many, man. Oh man. A lot of Celtics ones, the Celtics related ones too. Like like the slap the 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 slap, Chris Rock and, and, and Will Smith, they all have three roles and you can you can play with a lot of people have been doing that. Like, you know, the Celtics, the NBA and then you know the slap is like the Celtics. I'm defense. sure that somebody had to have the Celtic lucky slapping maybe Kyrie. You just like what you say? You know what? That's probably that's the one you need to make. That, that's that's oh, the that one to the goodness. I mean there's enough already for us not to even be involved in that. It's just it's it's um it's gonna run its course and, and it'll be over pretty soon. And somebody <laughs> asked me, said, Will this affect Will Smith so far as winning the Oscar again? I don't think so. Will Smith's a great actor. And he gets yeah. the right role. He could win an he could win an Oscar, but that happened to be a great role for him. And uh, it was just kind of different because in that role that he played as Venus and Serena's dad, Richard, that's what he was trying to convey to the girls: like, hey, we're not going to be violent. It's not going to be any violence. Mm. These are my girls. I'm gonna get them through life. And then yeah. art imitates what real life or however that goes. Yeah. Yeah. He comes back and slaps him, and that was uh, that wasn't cool. He went Compton and West Philly, you know. <laughs> he just went up there, and just that was wild, man. Max, could you ever? <laughs> I can't imagine anything that could get you so upset to interrupt an award show just so you can go and smack somebody. Would you ever? <laughs> well, you gotta realize you, you want to look that footage of me jumping into the stands in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what triggered that? That, that was a, that, that was in like, the middle of a just, game. Just like just like I think it's Will Will Smith's uncle or something. Someone spoke out and was like, that's just not like him. I'm sure people were saying, that's not like Max <laughs> going into those things. Manny Maxwell, God bless his soul, he said, and he's talking to my mother. Her name is Bess. He said, Bess? He, he must have said, said, he said something to Cedric. He, that's not how he is. But <laughs> it, it did happen. So, I, I, you know, can't fault Will Smith. I, I can't. It, it's just kind of sad to see. But, you know, in in today's society, because it's going to be blown up that much more. And so, yeah. This episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. After months of playing, college basketball has determined the top teams in the Final Four and will determine this year's national champion this coming week. Looking to wager on these games? Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get started. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all your updated odds and information, along with player props and great contests throughout the year. Your continued source for all your sporting wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so join today. Learn why everyone is saying BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all the popular sports and games. It's BetOnline, where the game starts. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see the clips of uh, the Chris Rock show. I'm sure they'll start circulating on the internet somehow, but we'll we'll see how that whole thing unfolds. But anyways, let's get let's get into our basketball conversation. That's uh, that's going to wrap up our, uh, our, our Oscars <laughs> conversation, I guess. Um, but Celtics got a heck of a matchup here, man, because the Miami Heat, and unfortunately, they're going to have to do it without Robert Williams. 
what happens now? You know, let, let's just say he's out for for the year. Let's just say that, right? Just for now, right? How does how does the Celtics make up for that kind of production? Well, let me just tell you this: in 1984, when they had that great run against the Lakers, I had a tear in my meniscus, mm. and I played during that. I didn't know it was torn, but I played during that time. And and part of it's going to be your your ability to play with some pain. Um, can Rob do that? Uh, I don't know. I think the biggest thing, we don't know how big the tear is. Right. Is it something that's microscopic or is it, is it bigger where they have to go in and operate immediately? But man, it really throws a, a, throws water on what has been a, a miraculous turnaround for this team. Yeah, it definitely does. And, you know, the, the first thing that, that sort of crossed my mind was like, well, that's what you got the Daniel Tyson insurance policy on, right? I mean, you got it on Robert Williams. He went out against Toronto. I mean, look, the, the Celtics were obviously shorthanded. Uh, All-stars were out in that matchup against the Raptors. But, man, you got a double-double from Tice. You got, a, what, three or four blocks? But I you, mean, you're not, not going to get that every but, night. But Yeah, but you're not going to pl- replace that one thing that Rob does, and that's a rim protector. Daniel right, Tice exactly. isn't bad. Al yeah. isn't bad. But – Rob Williams is extraordinary when it comes to protecting that rim. And I've seen guys look over their shoulders when they go toward the hoop because they're looking for Rob Williams to come from no place to block the shot on the offside. So you're not going to be able to replace that, unfortunately. Uh, You're just going to have to hope and pray that it is uh, uh, the kind of injury that you can get by the first round and maybe you can start coming back and play in the second round. But, uh, right. you know, I, I'm sure the Celtics aren't going to play, you know, do anything that's going to hurt their asset. But at the same time, man, to, when you get an opportunity and you're playing this well, you don't want anything to curtail that ability to maybe win and play for a championship. Right. And that's exactly what I was talking about after the Raptors game. I mean, the we don't know the, the size of the table. We don't know how bad it is. But to your point, I mean, Pain tolerance is going to be part of the conversation, mm-hmm. obviously, depending on the tear. And also, man, if you have a chance this season, especially the way things are in the Eastern Conference, to to make a, a, a run to the NBA Finals, and maybe that's not an opportunity you'll have next season, yeah. you have to really consider that, right? Even if you are Robert Williams, even though you are on, on this on this four- or five-year contract that you just signed that's going to you know take – you know, you're in a spot in your career where maybe you can you can do it, right? You're young enough to, to do it, and then during the offseason – you know, recover. But again, we don't know the situation. We don't know the severity of it. You know, until they go in and until they look and do whatever it is on that knee, I think that's the big thing about it. Because we've seen, how many players have we seen in the NBA uh, stay out of games with uh, soreness in their right knee or soreness in their hip or something? And Rob missed a lot of games, maybe soreness in the knee or maybe the back. And I, and I know for me, when I had the tear, that's how I felt. It was it was soreness. But you know, look, I, yeah, okay, I can I can try to play through it. I don't know what his pain tolerance is, and I don't know about what the severity is of this uh, particular injury. Do you think it uh, disrupted your performance in a way? I mean, obviously you had the pain, but did it affect you in your the, the way you? You play? Um, I think it did. There were times when it did because, you know, I, I felt it. I knew it was there. Uh, but when it finally, it took almost six months to get to the point where I couldn't 
I couldn't play with the knee in that situation. Um, and it's again, we 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 we're not doctors, and we're not going to play doctors, so we don't know the severity. And because of that, you know, for right. us even to speculate. <clears throat> so I, I think I look at this team now, and man, they played so they played so well to put themselves in the position to be world beaters. And now to be a team that's on the verge of being one of the teams that can connect and win the championship and not to have all their pieces, oh, man, that's just really frustrating for Brown and for Tatum and, right. and for the entire organization and Celtic Nation. Right. Because now you're leaning on guys to come off the bench. Also, you're, you're kind of asking people to do other things, or not even necessarily that, but just you're just not – you don't have the same makeup you were. But at the same time yeah. – I think this could be inspiring for certain guys. And the only two I really think of is Tyson and Grant Williams. I mean, look, I'm not going to be unrealistic and say, oh, Neesmith could turn the corner here. and go, No, like, or Peyton Pritchard, if he he could put up five threes a night. You know, who knows? I'm not – I don't think that's realistic, something that you can rely on all the time. But what you I can think, rely on is that defensive intensity that you're getting from Grant and Tyson. I At think least that puts, much could help you. I think you, it could puts help a little you. bit more pressure on Al, though. Um, that too. Al yeah, to it does. To, yeah. to up his game. Uh, right. defensively because they're not asking Al to shoot a lot and Al is in the he was in the perfect catbird seat he was on the other side uh, he's in he's playing with a bunch of dynamic young players where they ask him just to we just need you to be the Elmer's glue just you know a little dab right. here a little dab there and you know we'll do the rest but he's probably going to have to pick his game up and you know one more thing about that Will Smith thing why would you put that book right behind your head right now? Will. I'll tell you why. You want to know why? Yeah. You want to know why? All right. Yeah. So this is why he did what he did, I think. And and it's I'm glad you mentioned it. So the very beginning of the book, and this is a, this is a theory, a theme that, that carries throughout his entire career, his life, right? Um, he always regret not standing up for his mother. Um, his father was abusive. There's a couple of instances that happened when he was about 11 or 12. And it was mm-hmm. something that followed him throughout his entire life. When he became a rapper, he was considered too soft, right? Oh, you soft. You don't swear. Oh, you, know, is a, you know, this is a thorough community. You're not about that. So mm. it was always that, right? Yeah, and then that, that, as he got older, oh, that. you're the guy that you're on the PG show and, you know, all this. It's always been his, his toughness. and his, That's always been you know, a call to question. Fast forward to what? Last year. Everyone knows about this, uh, uh, what was it called, entanglement or whatever. This so you said, you, know, it so, was, you said it was that with him and his mom and his dad being abusive. Wow, I, did, well, that's I a, didn't that's, know that. So, yeah, so that's something that, that, that he, yeah, he, he was really open in his book, something that he doesn't really talk about. So he talked about that. And, uh, again, the, the rap career, he was always, there's something in his head that I always told him, like, you're, you're soft, you're not tough, like, you know. And then fast forward to, what, a year ago, and he's he was sort of like the laughing stock of Hollywood, right? What, what came out between uh, Jada and that guy August, and they, they have it on, you know, an affair, and, and she just put it out there on the Red Talk show on Facebook and did in front of, you know, with Will Smith standing there, and he became a meme as he just had to sit there and, and listen to how his wife was, was in bed with another man. Like, this whole thing. And then this is sort of like the last straw, and I think he uh, – I think he snapped. I, I just think he snapped. I think he just – and I, I think that's why he was so emotional when he when he accepted the speech because he was just like, man, what did I just do? Like that was where did that come from? I, I think honestly, mm. I think that's what happened, in my opinion. That might be, 
that could be that's a that's a great example. I did not read the book, and so me looking over your shoulder and seeing Ray Allen's book and and Will's book and seeing my book and I'm your like, book. There you go. I said that's that's really cool, but I, that connection I didn't know because I hadn't read uh, Will's book, book. But he's been in so many movies that you know I that I really love. But you know this right. one really, I guess the. The thing with Serena and Venus, I, I guess that one, King Richard, I think that that just, Great movie. That just took hold. And he was yeah. really tight with the family. And I would wonder if, if, you know, who I'd love to get, I'd love to see what, what Richard would say about what just happened, you know, mm. with, uh, with with Will, uh, you know, or Venus and Serena, who they were, were there, uh, who were Open there, yeah. so involved in that movie. Yeah, they were both there, and um, I want to say it was Serena who was, she was a bit teary-eyed during his speech when he was up there and talking about their dad and saying how, you know, art imitates life, and, and he's trying to protect his fan, protect his own, and obviously Jada's a part of that. So, yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't know. Look, to quote Chris Rock, uh, it wasn't right, but I understand. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I get it in a sense, but I, I don't think he – there's a different way to go about something like that. And I'm not one of these people, but – I know how Hollywood movies go, and they go to after an award show, they'll go to uh, you know a commercial, and then the crowd starts talking a little bit. That must have been like a buzz, like <laughs> like after he slapped Chris Martin. It's like what the right, right. It had to be oh, a man. A, there was people. It had to be a buzz scrambling. with the commercial. It had to be a buzz when they went to cut. Okay. And then all of a sudden, people had to be in the audience going, what the hell? And then you had the actors going up to Will. His publicist, I think it was uh, Denzel, was giving him a little pep talk that, that Will shared with the with the crowd. But, yeah, man, it was wild. I, I don't think that stuff was made up. I know. I, I, it did cross my mind, though, because uh, he smiled a bit. But Can we, I, can I, can we, can we keep it on the honey here? Yeah, absolutely. It's what we do here. All right, because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like what they had. Somebody said to me, what the fuck? <laughs> it had to be. It had to be that at that time. It was like, oh, dude. <laughs> Even, I, I know you, if you watched it, you had to be using those words. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Like, how could you not? No matter who you are, because it's like at the end of the day, if you were really that upset, you would expect them to handle the business. You know, you, you expect the TMZ to, to give you some rare footage of what happened during the commercial break, but now it was right there, front and center, man. That was that was wild. So, I mean, the the interest level I'm finding right now with the Celtics, I mean, I don't know about you, but it's gone from, oh, I hate this team. They're bad, that, 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 to all of a sudden now, everybody, they tell me to look in the camera and say that the Celtics are going to win the championship. It's like, I, I can't go flip-flop like that. I want to see them play their first playoff game. And right. the thing that's really good, though, is Jalen Brown and Tatum have already had playoff experience and have gone far in the playoffs. So right. that's a good thing for this team. Yeah, that, that that's going to work in their favor for sure. Even though this is the first time they'll be – featured, you know what I mean, or at least the, the two leading duo, I still think it's relevant that they have those experiences, right? They have that Miami series, you know, where they, they things could have went the other way, or even the Toronto series in the bubble. Man, like, they had to fight for that. That went seven games, and they obviously won that. So you take all those experiences with you, and yeah, for sure, I think that's significant. 
And also, does Jalen have another another? Is he gonna make another stride here? I think that's something that could happen as well. I mean, we we know Tatum is he's getting ready to, to collect you know the Player of the Month award, and, and he's been on this tear, averaging you know thirty five points the last month or so. But like, what's Jalen gonna do here, right? Uh, I I think if the Suns elevate their offense here, that makes it even scarier to make up for that for, for the big loss on the on the defensive side without having Robert Williams in that you know in the mix for that for that first round matchup. I got to give you credit for something that you said, but you're going to have to hit me with credit on the backside. You made a point early on. You said, look, you can't separate Tatum and Brown. You can't be, you got to let them grow. Right. So yeah, I, I have to give you four marks when you said, let Tatum and Brown grow together. Right. But you also got to say what I was saying, like uh, Carl Anthony Towns would have been like a, a special person here. You would say that because of what he's been doing lately in Minnesota. But well, right. he, he's already had, he's always had that ability. But I tell yeah. you what, the the last time we saw him, Carl Anthony Towns, he still had some meanness in him. The Celtics beat the swag out of him in that game. Yeah, I mean, that, he, that that's yeah. the that's the point where you see Carl Anthony Towns fade back like, uh, okay. You know, yeah. I'm not going to put up any more fights. So that is one thing that I was not impressed by him. But early in the game, he had swag. He was going at the crowd. He dunked one yeah. time. He, uh, Man, but something's been doing that Daniel to everybody, Tyson. though. He had some swag. They were doing that to everybody. Like, that's how devastating this defense has been, right? I mean, by the third quarter, you look like guys don't even want to play anymore. They're like, yo, yeah. I, I give up. We're down. It's not looking good. You know what I mean? Well, you, you can see you, the body language from the opposing team. You're down 30 like the uh, – like the Lakers are right now, they're saying early is sixty-three <laughs> to thirty-three. Uh, no, are, Rand, are you serious? Rand Rand Dallas, yeah, that's the score of the game right now. As right we're now, recording this, wow, wow, me this uh, thing, I'm like, oh my god, Lakers must be <laughs> dying right now. And their schedule, they still have tough games to go. Oh, it doesn't get easy. They got some tough yeah. games to go, so I, I don't know if LeBron played or not, uh, but. That team is not going to make the playoffs. I mean, they're not going to make the play in. They're going to be out of it, period. One last thing about Miami. Uh, what happened last week, the altercation during the timeout, Jimmy Butler being held back, Adonis Haslam, you got uh, uh, you got Spolster throwing a clipboard, man. That, 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 was, my, my head that coach. was a big my head surprise. Coach throw, my high school head coach used to throw temper tantrums. He would throw that clipboard. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. What, what's your what's your reaction to that? Big surprise. That, that but was a big is that, surprise. That, that you, Spolstra do the clipboard. Right. With Haslam being that guy there, being the godfather, that didn't that didn't surprise me. Him and Jimmy Butler getting into it. But to see Spolstra just almost physically look like he wanted to go and attack, right. that was that was crazy to see. I'm like, what did Jimmy Butler say that was that crazy? Right, right. It makes me wonder if it was something he said. Or if it's something that just put him over the top, like I've had it with this dude already. You yeah, know what I mean, like yeah, it was something that yeah, just, yeah. yeah. But you know, the, the thing I say about Miami, they are who they are because of their swagger. And yeah, I mean, you think about those guys that they, they have, they have that swagger because of Butler. They have that swagger because of Bam. But if you take that away, what kind of team do you have? Right. Uh, you know, that's that's why it's going to be such a huge game tomorrow night. And they're probably going to try to maybe do a few more things, obviously, without Rob. So how will this team adjust in probably one of the biggest games of the season? 
Absolutely. I can't wait. At TD Garden, back home, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, both expected to make the return after the night off from Toronto. So this, this should be a good one. But, Max, before we get out of here, man, I got to give you props for that interview you had last week with Ray Allen, man. Like It oh, seems like I've man. seen Ray do a handful of, of interviews, but he's just so comfortable with you, man. You could get him to talk about anything. I mean, and, of course, he, he, uh, he, he did talk about getting his number retired, which is, man, you've been on this campaign for years. I, I, I low-key think that's what started this this podcast, <laughs> but pretty much since we first started this thing, you've been talking about uh, or preaching about KG's number and Ray Allen's number going up there. We got KG already hanging in the rafters. Maybe one day we get Ray, but uh, I, I love hearing what Ray had to say about it and what he said about Boston. I don't hear you, Max. Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a call back. I'm talking right now, Nick. Okay. And what'd you say then, what he said about Boston? Yeah, just like just uh, uh, everything that he had to say about how much of an honor it would be to to get his number, you know, raised, and then of course everything he had to say about Boston, man, was great. I had I had to twist his arm though, Josue. I had to be. Like, yeah, he you did. Know, he avoided the I first time. I saw I back. saw your first attempt. You know, yeah. it's like I, I wasn't gonna let him get away. I asked him the question the first time. He didn't answer it. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna come back again, Ray. Just stop it right now. I know you're politically <laughs> correct. But how yeah, would you yeah. feel about having <laughs> you your jersey retired in Boston? And he started kind of rambling a little bit more. And then finally he said, yes, I would love it. It would be absolutely an honor. <laughs> so I, I was you. happy to kind of get that out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gave props to the city, of course. Talked about Paul Pierce. I feel like he tried to use the first attempt to talk to go right into how they mended fences. You know, he, he, between him and KG and how things yeah. started with him and Paul. And he thought you weren't going to bring that shit back, but you brought it right back about <laughs> 10 minutes later, 10 minutes after the first attempt. <laughs> nah, that's good. Yo, that's wait, good. What, what, what do we do? What do we do on this show? We keep we it on keep the We keep it 100, bro. That's what we, we do here. We keep it on the 100. <laughs> so I was, yeah, I was going to bring him back to where I wanted the listeners and the viewers to get a dose of who Ray was and what he wanted to do with his jersey. You know, was, was he a post-imperial? Because Kevin Garnett, has put it out there where now do you deny that they're going to retire his jersey? Mm. That'd be a question, Josue. It's hard to. No, I don't. I don't deny it. But before they, when they were still beefing, a little bit of me was saying, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it was a matter of if, it was just a matter of when. And I always thought that it's going to take a while unless these two men fences and they have. So a while is over now. And for Paul Pierce to go out and mess my moment up, when I saw, and I asked him that, when, when him and KG were embraced out there, man, it was just like, oh, I mean, it was just like the world had stopped. And then Paul runs out in the middle. I'm like, oh, come on, get, get, up, get, get off the stage. But no, was, but he didn't do it. At least, at least he didn't do it at the same time. He waited a bit. But, yeah, I went you. But, man, when's the last time you saw the three of them hugging like that? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true that. <laughs> I heard that somebody was saying that it was Wick who actually pushed Paul out there. So, oh, go, is that right? Go, go, go out there. Go out there and be in the oh, okay. Yeah, that so, was special, it was, man. It was one of the coolest moments. It was just as cool talking to Ray about the beef, talking about who he was. And I always say my relationship with Ray is like, like no other in the fact that he was, it was a big three. And they've always essentially like lost track of who Ray was when he mm-hmm. left his team. Yeah. So. And he came back. It's interesting how he talked about, 
coming back and not quite sure how the crowd going to react, and he was a little uneasy. I'm like, man, was, if you if you pull up to KG's retirement ceremony, you're not going to hear any boos, right? Come on, like you know, you just I have mean, to pull up. He, but he was he was rattled. He was he didn't know what to expect. And KG, the ringmaster that he is, he made it simple when he said, you know, talked about everybody. Then he said, yeah, my man Ray Allen, you know. Uh, yeah, and then you know, kind of what, and that was just it. It just it cleared the room. It cleared the room. It's like there was all this smoke and fog that was in the room. It's like somebody mm-hmm. came through with a a, a giant um, uh, fan and just blew all the smoke out and it, all the yeah. haze out. And it was just these two dudes standing like I've always wanted and I've always viewed it. You've always heard me say that. Like, look, this is what I want. This is what I want to right. see from these two long guys. Enough. And and I love when he talked to Brown, he talked to Tatum about staying together. And, and that was another really cool moment for me. Yeah, no question, man. One heck of a night. Great job, Max. As always, guys, follow us on social media, of course. Uh, CLNS Media here on YouTube. Subscribe. Subscribe to us on iTunes as well so you get all the notifications every time we drop a new episode. And uh, we'll check you guys next week. You know, we always leave them saying, what do we do? We want all you guys to do. Keep it on the what? Hunt it. Keep it on the hunt it. The hunt it. <laughs> I got to be online. We we always got to tag out with that at the end now. That's going to be our thing. I know, but I'm never I'm, I'm never sure if you're going to do the, the, the hunt part or if it's up to me. Sometimes you give it to me, sometimes you take it. I'm well, sure. we just we, that's going to be our line. That's how we're going to leave this thing now. We're going to always keep it up. As usual, just wait. What we going to do? Keep it on the hunt it. <laughs> Hunt it. <laughs> All right, man. I well, can't hit that note like you do. Hunt it. <laughs> All right. Later.